do we need to do a mic check? No. Oh, we don't need to do a mic check today because we're, we're perfect. Howdy and welcome to the Three Stride Podcast, where we take a humorous look at the equestrian world. Here are your hosts, Laura Fernandez, Julia Hansen, and Molly Heroy. Giddy up. Welcome to the Three Stride Podcast. Giddy up. Giddy, Giddy up. up. Tell you how. It is a pleasure to be here with the two of you today. Thank you. And Andrew. And Andrew. Engineer, Engineer Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> he really is going to become a, quite a fixture on this show. He's going to get an Oscar for the way that he acts like he likes us. And I'm listens sure to all this too. So yes. annoying. Every single What's time. What's that late show? I forget which one it is where it's like the host and then he has his bald music friend. Do you know this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Maybe. I don't Jimmy know. Jimmy Fallon? Oh, I love Jimmy Fallon. It might be Jimmy What's Fallon. Jimmy Fallon? No, 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 no. Not Jimmy Fallon. The other one. Steven. No, Jay dang Lino. it. No, dang it, dang it. Conan O'Brien. We're going to have to cut all this. Oh, <laughs> I don't got the, the little um, Hispanic guy, Chewy. No, that was Chelsea. Chelsea Handler. Handler. But there's another one. The other guy, not freaking Jimmy Fallon. Hey, James. The guy that was on The Man Show. Gordon. The Man Show. Oh, oh, um. Oh, Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy uh, Kimmel yes. has like in Vegas. Who lives in Vegas? Yes, Maybe I don't think he lives in Vegas, but he went to UNLV. Okay, that was it. Yeah, I knew that there he was still some... donates a bunch of money to mm-hmm. schools here. Yeah, I knew that there was yeah. some kind of Vegas reference. Um, moving on, I was going to say segue, mm-hmm. segue into horses and mental health. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a, a heavier topic, you know. I really do believe that horses offer so much help and support and relief for us in our daily lives. But recently, um, gosh, I'm getting a little emotional. I know. I was like, this might be like a, little a little bit emotional. of an emotional episode. Um, I don't know. Sorry, guys. I, it hit me a little hard. I think I might be right there with you. <laughs> um, my, my younger brother, um, anyone that knows me, um, he does suffer from uh, some mental health and addiction. He's actually in a really good place right now, but through the years, we've had uh, a lot of a lot of problems that we've gone through. And um, you know, we've we have done rehab, we've done a um, bunch of different treatments. And about a year ago, we, my mom and I, were really struggling with this. Um, my whole family is back east, and my mom and I were talking. We're like why haven't we done horse therapy? And I'm like, duh. Like, what am I thinking? Like, how have I not (laughs) thought of horse therapy? I mean, my horses are my therapy. I get on my horse and remember one time I was actually probably crying about Ryan and on contact and um, contact starts shuddering. And I got down and he put his head, you know, it's everyone knows horses Mm -hmm. are so great for our mental health, but I actually using it to help someone is, um, such a game changer. So we signed Ryan up for, he actually has therapy sessions with horses Mm -hmm. and the therapist, they sit in actually a barn and the horses all are all around them. And Mm -hmm. that's how his therapy sessions go. And it's, it's changed his life. When he first started going there though, my mom told me, she goes, Ryan really bonded with this one horse. And I go, Oh my gosh, tell me about this horse. She goes, it's his same age it's 33. I go, mom, the horse is going to die soon. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that one. She, and then I, I talked to my brother and he goes, Laura, I really bonded with this one horse. Mm-hmm. And she goes, 
He goes, how long do you think horses live? He goes, the guy that I really bonded with is 33. I'm like, <laughs> you're like, pick someone else, pick someone else. Pick some, you're find like, a you baby. should probably look around at other ages. Find a foal, find a foal, find one. But that, that is what, I mean, horses just do something for us mentally. Yes. And it is going out to the barn when you have a bad day or crying in your horse's stall. They are just mm-hmm. such a game changer. Have you guys ever heard of horse therapy or have you had anyone that has used horses as therapy? For sure. my So my mom ran a barn here in Las Vegas. Now she has one in Oklahoma, but she actually did a lot of that from different mental therapies, mental health, autistic. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done kids that um, like had like MS and... Yeah. Um, muscular dystrophy, like all kinds of different different things. And it's great for the mental side of it. It's great for core strength. It's great for no kid wants to sit in a physical therapist's office or so it can really be there was a actually severely autistic nonverbal and he struggled with a lot of textures. Oh, And so the mom would bring him to the barn and he was the sweetest boy and he he liked to ride the horses but he didn't like like when you very first brought him there and we're like okay pet the horse come over here up to the neck blah 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 he did not like the feel of the fur Mm -hmm. but once you picked him up and put him on the horse he liked to ride the horse and he learned how to ride and trot and do all this stuff and we had the best horse in the world for this was actually my first horse dodger he was a saint on earth (laughs) taught like huge community of people did you name him i did Oh, um, his name was Artful Dodger because I had watched Oliver Twist back in <laughs> the day when I was a kid. And I was Oliver like, Twist. and Oliver Artful Twist. Dodger was like a thief. And I was like, he's going to steal all the blue ribbons. <laughs> I like that. I was. That is very creative. That's though. So yeah, creative, I was Molly. like six to you That's guys. Good. Oh my gosh. Little. I was thinking. I was, I was gonna, gate, don't I worry. thought it was going to be the LA Dodgers. No. That's what I thought too. Yeah. Nope. So that was where he got his name and his show name was Artful Dodger. And he was like the sweetest. You could do anything on this horse. There was no phasing him whatsoever. So we did a lot of therapy stuff with him at our facility. And but then and which I don't know why it did take us a little while to figure this out. We're like, okay, well, whatever. Like we just won't have him, you know, touch the horse or groom or anything. We'll just bring him and put him on the horse and it's Mm -hmm. fine. But then somebody thought like, okay, well maybe he doesn't like the feel of the hair or whatever. Let's like, let's give him a brush. Oh my Mm. God. He would stand there and brush that horse. And we just gave them like, he would do like his little 30 minute lesson, but then we're like, yeah, sit here and groom for three hours. Have at it. That's therapeutic in itself. Oh my gosh. He loved it for years and years and years. He came a couple days a week and it was great. So I have a little bit of background in that and like helping my mom do some of that stuff. And so I've seen for sure how, how great it can be. I mean, I I think of long-term, I would love to do something. Uh, I don't even, it's hard for me even to put things out in the universe because I really, before I put something out in the universe, I actually want to commit to it. Like this podcast. Like this podcast. <laughs> we we said we were going to do it and we did it. Six days later. And six days later, <laughs> hey, we have a logo and here we go. And this is, I don't know, our 10th episode. But I, I do, seeing what it's done for Ryan, because that was such a game changer to have him do that. Mm-hmm. And now he has... Uh, 
it built up so much confidence because he actually didn't even ride the horses. It, the therapy sessions were just right in the barn and you were surrounded. And yes, you got to groom them, but there was mm-hmm. no riding. Yeah. And but those sessions changed him so much. And I'm, I'm telling you, we've been working through things since he was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. So it took us quite a moment because he's you know 33 now. It took him quite a moment to actually say, you know what? Why are we not thinking my mom rode, her mom rode, I ride? Why we never thought of horses as therapy for him. And once he did that, he is now, um, he actually has a job. He, we just got him his first apartment. Wow. And it is, I, and hopefully that, that horse, uh, is still alive. Um, keeping <laughs> my, that'll be the longest keeping my, my fingers crossed. Jay, you, you know, I've known you for so long, yes. but I, you have always said to me how horses are your support and your strength and have there been moments that in just life where it hits you really hard because you're going through a lot right now and that you go to the barn and everything is reset well and so a little I guess backstory into myself and my current family situation is and most everyone at our barn knows and you know obviously we know um my dad who is 60 years old was diagnosed. Oh, now I'm going. I'm like, now I'm going. I'm <laughs> We're all going to go. We're all going to um, go. He was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's, um, officially diagnosed at the age of 57, which is so young. So, so young. I mean, it and is like if you like saw him, he doesn't even look 57. Like, no. no. Biggest, best smile, sweetest guy, yeah, barn like, favorite. Absolutely. For sure. And he's, you know, it took a while to get an official diagnosis. And my parents didn't share anything with us until everything was official. But I knew years before that something was going on to the point where I had even asked my mom because so my my grandmother on my dad's side, my dad's mom had Alzheimer's. She didn't have early onset, but I remember being young and not knowing what was wrong, but she was nonverbal at the time and had, I think, like Parkinson's as well or whatever, how it had progressed. And I remember being young and thinking, I don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong. So as I got older, I was kind of like, you know, is that something that could happen to my dad? And I still remember to this day, my mom sat my sister and I down and said, your dad's sick. And I looked my mom dead in the eye and I said, it's Alzheimer's, isn't it? And I remember my mom like lost it and I lost it. And I just knew, I knew he, it, my dad's been, you know, this national vice president in healthcare. He's always been the guy that everyone goes to for advice. He's career moves. My mom always used him as a resource for, you know, he was that guy. And I could just tell something was changing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, in him being diagnosed, um, he moved to Vegas. He was on the East Coast, moved back to Vegas. And we as a family decided, you know, okay, we're going to go through this. We're going to take care of him. We're going to figure it out. So with my dad having, you know, obviously he's retired. He had all this time. He said, I want to ride horses. And we're like, Okay, absolutely. We will do whatever. We'll get you a horse. We got him all. Molly got him all fitted with oh, a yes. vest, uh, helmet, um, you know, everything. And so as he's now quite progressed, he's um, getting into 
first off, the man has no filter. Never know what the man's going to say. <laughs> love him. Never though. know. Like, I love Never him. know. Me too. But it's usually pretty funny. Um, and everyone at the barn gets it. And let me tell you, the man loves the barn because everyone gasses him up at the barn. That's oh, yeah. his safe place. He knows that everyone knows, but he's not ashamed and he knows it's a safe place. And he's always been, you know, this cool, big figure. He was always at the show. So he knows it's cool. Um, so him being able to ride with this, you know, it's like, he's lost driving. He's can't be really home alone much now. Work. I mean, he yes, was such like a he was always doing person. things. Mm-hmm. Always had so much going on. He was everyone's person. Now that that's changed, it's like the horses have been able to give him still that sense of independence. You know, he gets to try to work on things. <laughs> he is. I think it helps him stimulate his mind. He's out talking with people at the barn, um, and and even. With his jumping, I mean, yeah, the man he, is jumping. I mean, courses, courses, yes. courses. Did and the to, barn show like and he, he crushed it? And might I add, his noble steed is my horse Pico. Who this is a whole crazy story in itself. Pico has always been very quirky, very kind of weird, very particular, and the way Pico takes care of my dad is. Oh, it's I didn't think I could love the horse more. And I mean, this horse, he, he just understands. He knows what's going on. He knows when he needs to take over and like do his job. He does perfect lead changes while, you know, my dad's going four different ways. Pico's counterbent. Pico's going to the <laughs> rail, then going to a jump. And my horse is like, nope. Alan, listen, lead change here. We will go to the jump. This horse and has been amazing. And my dad sees it too as, well, this is Julia's horse. And this is an advanced horse. And let me tell you yeah, what, like, I can do whatever I need. Horse. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like official now. He's like, oh, I yeah. can. He's like, you could bump those jumps up. Wouldn't even matter. Got a great horse under me. And he's like, I can do it. <laughs> he he has that. And it's been it's been amazing to give him that. And to give it back to him almost, you know, like it's like my dad gave me so much growing up in horses and to now see it come full circle. And not only that, with my own horse, it is the most precious thing. Oh, it's so special. I mean, Jay. it's it's and the best to like share have. that with him. And yeah, and he's at the horse shows, which he's always been at the horse shows and everything else. But just to have him at the barn and everybody's obsessed with him. Oh, like, my gosh. It's oh, his yeah. place. when he's at the horse show, he'll come to the horse shows and my kids are there and my kids are like slightly feral running around being maniacs and like <laughs> Alan just like Loves down it. there with oh, the yeah. kids like my kids are saying all kinds of ridiculous stuff and I Alan loves it Alan's right there with yeah. them like he's the best oh so he, he it's really so is. awesome to have him be well, more a part of it not only has my dad been able to have this but I even remember going through processing my dad being diagnosed the only thing and it even took took me a week. I didn't leave my room for a week. I just I couldn't even function. And the first thing I did once I was ready was I went straight to the barn. Mm-hmm. And I knew I knew that people knew I you know all this stuff, but I had no worry in like going to the barn and being with the horses because I was like this is my escape. This is the only time I'm not thinking about everything else going on. Oh, it's yeah. you in that moment with the horse. And 
it's just like I've had so many moments even through my dad progressing changes. You know, it's been one of the most chaotic times in my life ever. And I'm in my 20s. I'm trying to get my career going. I'm engaged. I'm planning a wedding. I'm doing all this stuff while my dad's progressing. It's the only thing that I have where my mind stops and I'm in that moment is when I'm at the barn with the horses. Mm-hmm. And that's been, you know, even being able to focus in on Uno while my dad has Pico. It's like I can pour my full self into this horse, be able to work on things. I've bettered myself mentally and physically to be able to progress with this and something I'm super invested in. And I cannot find anything else that gives me that. No. At all. There's nothing else that's so consuming. I've had days like especially... Your life changes so much from the time you're like in your early 20s to when you kind of start to feel like you're more established Mm -hmm. and your kids are a little bit older and like having young kids and a job and everything can be like overwhelming. And I've had times where I'm like, Ryan, I have to leave the house. This Mm -hmm. is too much or like Mm -hmm. the kids are sick or there's they're constantly like I've left the house before and gone and stood in my horse's stall and like groomed her and braided her mane and been like, I need a time out and it's quiet. You don't feel alone with your horse, mm-hmm. but you don't have the pressure of another person to be like, to answer to or to yeah. keep yeah. a conversation or to whatever. So there's times when I know that nobody's going to be at the barn where I'm just like, I need a minute. Oh yeah. And just go it's like a reset. ride. My favorite time is when I get to the barn, I'm, I'm an early one. So I'm typically the first one outside of our trainers that is there and just getting to the barn and and smelling the horses and the air, it just, it calms me. And there's a lot of things in life. I, I always go back to when I wasn't riding and when I was doing a lame spin class or <laughs> even running, it just, my brain still went every other place. Mm-hmm. And I, I hear from a lot of people that horses truly are like meditation. And you think of what meditation is. It's not about, it's about focus and staying present and breathing. And that's what riding is. Mm -hmm. And it provides such a source of comfort. And I like Molly, how you said that it's like, uh, you never feel alone, you could be completely alone with your horse but you just feel so full. And even being at the barn with people who like horses, I mean, I could, that's why we do this podcast. We love talking about horses. This is, this is calming for us. And just to have that in our lives is so important. And not that you're going to immediately love every other person that's in the horse world or whatever else, but like, you know, you have this big common thread that's running through. You know what I mean? Because I would probably have never crossed paths with Laura. And there's probably no two people that you could point out that would be more different. But it's like you have this thread and then all the other pieces you can bring together and I mean, the people that horses have brought into my life has been Mm -hmm. incredible. Like besides the horses alone, so many people. And one of the things that I've said to a lot of my friends, because it's not a strong suit of mine to like wear my heart on my sleeve a lot of the times. But one of the things where I felt, you know, I got married and I had kids and I had no family left in Las Vegas. My mom had moved. My dad had passed away. My sister was living overseas. My other sister was in Oklahoma. Like I was, there was a time in my life from the time I was about 21 where I was like, oh, I'm alone, you know, and then you get married and I have great in-laws and all of those things. But like 
I also had wanted to do things a little bit different than the way that I grew up. And it was a little bit chaotic. And some of those things where I was like, I really want to make this type of family life and this type of home for my kids. And one of the things that horses brought me was such an incredible example of mothers, strong mothers, working mothers, stay at home moms, every type of mom you can imagine, but all committed moms. If these moms are doing this to the time and the money and everything else that this sport takes, these are moms who love their kids Mm -hmm. and who will do anything and move mountains and take the time, take the money, take everything. And the examples, not that every person you look at, you're like, that might work for them. That might not work for my family, but like you can take pieces of each of these people and these dynamics with their children that you see. And you're like, oh my gosh, I loved that. I loved how you handled that. I want to put that in the back of my mind for when my kids are older. So when I got my first horse after taking a break, my youngest baby was three months old and my older son was two. So like I was very new. And when I bought Tack the Town, Holden was one year old. So like Mm -hmm. I was very alone and very new. And like the mothers that I saw in this sport blew me away. Mm -hmm. And just the different things I've learned just from osmosis being around them and watching them. And obviously if they're riding, their kids are a lot older, but like I have absorbed so much and it's something I'm so thankful for. The people that it brings into your life can be a whole nother level of it. No, I mean, I do not have kids. And I I look at it not only from the people that I've met and the amazing mothers that I have met, but I also take it to another another side of the career women mm-hmm. that I've met. I mean, including the two of you. And because we didn't, JC and I never wanted to have children. That was the way, we, that was what we wanted. That was your plan. Uh, that, was yeah. our, that was our plan. And with riding, it does, I look at all the women that, and, and guys that work their asses off to yeah. be able to afford this sport. Mm-hmm. And and just having that moment, because we we actually at our barn we have a lot of retired military women, uh, retired uh, people in the Air Force, and that really build a career, and that they use this such as an escapism mm-hmm. too. I mean, for me, it's like I am public speaking or I am talking all day long to our brands and our partners, and for me to come to the barn and just have that reset is so key. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it really is. It's so special and and what it's done for, you know, not only us, but for your dad, Jay, and yeah. my brother and Molly. I mean, we got to go more into what your mom's built. I just think it's incredible. But horses really do. They they are very special to all of us. And um, this was quite an emotional <laughs> episode. Lots of tears. Hug your I horses was, hug, your, hug your horses. And you can catch us every Tuesday when we drop new episodes. Uh, Three Stride Podcast on all social channels. Goodbye. <laughs> and smile and hug your horse. <laughs>